Hey, beautiful lady. If you are a woman who has ever struggled with panic or anxiety attacks, trauma triggers, or maybe even that high level of trauma known as PTSD, and you have felt like you could not control your thoughts or get your brain to realize that right now you're fine, you're safe, and you don't need to be stressed, anxious, triggered, panicked. This episode is for you. We are going to talk about the psychological grounding techniques that you can use to convince your brain that right now you're safe so that you can turn off your stress. Welcome to the Stress Release for Christian Women podcast. My name is Laura, and I am a mental health practitioner, a Christian woman, and a survivor of mental health dysfunctions and disorders on all ends of the stress spectrum. In this podcast, we are going to be talking about stress and mental health from God's perspective, what mental health resources help to turn it all off, and how you can find peace in your mind and body no matter what storm is raging around you. We are going to be talking about some heavier topics that are not suitable for kids. So if you've got kiddos with you, grab some headphones or save this podcast for later and know that this information is simply here for educational purposes only, not to replace any advice from a trained mental or physical health care professional. If you do need resources for that, you can check out my website, which is linked in the show notes below. So settle in, take a deep breath in through your nose and out through your mouth, and let's learn, grow, and find peace in your mind and body together. Hey, beautiful lady. Welcome back to the Stress Release for Christian Women podcast. And welcome back to our second series, Help for Your Stress. This series is all about introducing to you the mental health techniques designed for stress so they can turn off the stress response inside of you, help you release your emotions that came with that stress, and ultimately come back to the state of peace in your mind and body. Today, we are continuing our discussion on grounding techniques, which is a set of techniques that I started talking about last week, introduced it last week, and they're designed specifically for turning off stress. They don't really work at releasing emotions, but they're incredible at turning off the stress response in your brain, and then therefore your body comes into the state of peace. And they work really well with high levels of stress, like panic or anxiety attacks, trauma triggers, or even PTSD. They are very powerful ways to work with your brain to realize that you're safe and you don't need to be in survival mode, which is what stress really is. And there are two different types of grounding techniques that work with your brain to do this psychological and physical. Today, we're going to talk about the psychological techniques. So the psychological grounding techniques are going to work with your brain specifically to help your brain realize that you're safe. Think of this like working from the inside out. When you're stressed, your brain has a reaction to the world around you to go into survival mode 
And then it sends a signal through your nervous system to change every organ and bodily system's function so that you can react accordingly. It believes there's danger. It needs you in fight, flight, or freeze. And your body needs to do different things in each of those three different states. And so when you're stressed, there's a a reaction psychologically in your brain and then a reaction in your body physically. And these psychological techniques are going to work with your brain, specifically the part of your brain responsible for your stress to help it turn off that survival mode. So if you remember from the What is Stress Really series episode, I don't remember the episode number, but it was part five. The fifth episode in that series was called Your Brain. I went into detail on the three different parts of your brain and what they do. Your survival brain, where your stress is coming from, comes out of your brainstem and your limbic system. Your brainstem is the reaction of survival, if you will. And your limbic system is the part of your brain making those decisions of whether or not you go into survival. And what they're doing is determining if you're danger, in danger or if you're safe. So there's literally a part of your limbic system that just scans your surroundings all the time saying, am I safe or am I in danger? And if it senses anything in your external environment that it determines is dangerous, it's going to turn on the stress response known as survival mode. And if it's in the full stress response, you're all the way in fight, flight, or freeze, which is high stress. So it takes you out of the state of rest and digest, known as peace, into fight, flight, freeze, stress. And it's going to keep you in that high stress state until it determines that you're safe again. So if you were to stand at the edge of a cliff, like the Grand Canyon, you would have a little bit of a stress response because you are risking your life at that moment. If you fell, this wouldn't go well. But as soon as you step back, you're going to sense your brain and body calming down. When you're on the edge, that survival mode is active. And when you step back, it goes inactive and you go back to the state of rest and digest. When your stress is irrational because of trauma that's getting triggered, or if there's anxiety of any type, or just so much going on in the world around you, even though it's not actually affecting you. There's an irrational response of this stress, and the brain has deemed that something is dangerous that's actually not. Like with trauma, the trigger is something that's similar to the past event, but it's not the past. The past is not repeating itself, and you don't need to be in survival mode this time. Maybe back then, You were in danger and you did need to be in survival mode, but you don't need that right now. Right now, you're just trying to lead your Bible study or you're trying to get your kids off to school or whatever it is you're doing. And so there's this irrational response of the brain to put you in the state of survival mode because it believes there is danger. And the reason I'm talking about all this is because Grounding techniques are going to work directly with that part of your brain to convince it that you are safe. We're going to talk about five different techniques today that are psychological that can help you turn off the stress response. And I'll explain in each one of them how they work. They are going to show your brain that you're safe and convince it that you're safe so that it stops believing you're in danger 
and it finally flips you back into the state of rest and digest, which is the physical and mental state of peace. Our first technique today of these five is called reminders. Reminders is a set of phrases that you say to remind your brain of the truth of your external environment. These phrases are going to describe where you are. They're going to describe the date or the time. And they're going to describe how old you are. And the reason they do this is that if your stress response is based on trauma or something that happened in the past, your brain gets lost in the past. Your brain thinks the past is repeating itself and it believes that you are no longer in this present moment. It's no longer 2024. You're suddenly five years old back in 19, whatever. And so these phrases are going to pull your brain's attention to the present moment and force your brain to realize the truth that you're not five years old anymore. You are no longer that little girl being abused, or you are no longer that college senior stressed for finals, or you are no longer whatever. It pulls your brain into the reality that it is 2024. You are in Fort Collins, Colorado. You are 36 years old or whatever your story is. It's going to pull you into the truth of the present moment so that your brain realizes where you are. And as long as you are currently safe, your brain will realize that. It realizes you're safe. That part of your limbic system that's determining danger or safety goes, oh, I guess we're safe right now. We don't have to be in fight, flight, or freeze. We don't have to be in survival mode. We don't have to be in this panic or anxiety attack or this trigger any longer. And it flips your nervous system and body back into the state of rest and digest. And now you are living in a state of peace in your mind and body. Our second technique, gratitude. Gratitude is a very known thing these days. Your brain cannot be in the state of gratitude and in the state of panic at the same time. So gratitude in this mental health exercise is a meditation where you close your eyes and you think about something really, really good that you're grateful for. It could be a memory from your past or a daydream about something that you've always wanted. And what it does is it walks you through your five senses. You get to see it, smell it, hear it, taste it, and feel it. And you just envelop your brain in this visualization as if you're living it in real time. So you take your brain into this movie where you truly live this in real time and your brain saturates in all those five senses. We are very sensory beings and your brain is very much making decisions based on your senses. And so if you close your eyes and imagine something really amazing, that's good it will flood your brain with all this positivity. And eventually that limbic system is going to go, man, this is so good. We must not be in danger anymore. And then it helps your brain flip off that danger response, that survival mode stress response, and shift you back into the state of rest and digest or peace. Our third technique 
is called orienting. And orienting typically is the act of seeing where you are and helping your brain realize where you are in real time. If you love hiking, orienting is where you look at a compass and figure out where on the map you really are. And what we're going to do with orienting is help your brain see the truth of your current environment. This is a great technique, again, if there's trauma and your brain is lost in thinking that the past is repeating itself. You are going to slowly look around your room and force your brain to see where you are right now. If you've ever been abused or in danger or just had a lot of upsetting things in your life, your brain can get lost in the past of that. Whether it was physical trauma or emotional stuff that happened to you, you can get overwhelmed by the past of that. And this is going to bring your brain back to the present moment so it realizes you are right here in your room. You are not in danger. And there is an additional thing besides just looking around your room. When you're traumatized, if you just look around your room, you'll see it, but your brain will still be convinced you're not here. It's a very weird reality. But if you're lost in some big trauma, you will be convinced that someone's out to get you while you're looking at the wall and the pictures on your wall and, you know, the bookcase and your TV. And you could maybe voice, yeah, this is my bookcase, this is my TV but you'll say it in that way. You'll say it in a way where you just kind of autopilot, rattle it off, and you won't realize where you are. So the orienting technique adds in this narrative where you not only slowly look around your room, but you stop to see the objects in your room. You pick three objects and you stop and you focus on each one individually. You describe what they look like. Then you go into a story about those objects that's positive or at the very least neutral. You're going to explain a funny story about them or how you got them. Maybe it was a fun shopping trip with your girlfriends or it was a beautiful gift. Or maybe there's a really hilarious story of why the dog chewed a hole in your couch and you just can't not tell it. And what this is going to do is it's going to force your brain to focus on the good memory, not the bad memory of trauma, or even just the bad fear of the future. Instead of your brain spiraling in that fear and panic, your brain is going to focus all its attention on the good thing. This is similar to gratitude. It's going to flood your brain with the movie Not quite as deeply with all the senses as gratitude, but you're going to kind of relive the story. And that's a good story or at the very least neutral. You do not do this with negative stories or it'll wreck it. But you allow your brain to realize not only where you are right now, because as you explain all these things about the objects in your room, It forces your brain to really, truly realize what room you're in right now and that you're fine. But you're also flooding it with this positivity, with these good thoughts or good memories so that you can really bring your brain into more of a positive state. And all of this is going to force your brain to realize that you're safe right now. And again, once it realizes you're safe, 
it turns off the stress response and shifts you back into the state of peace. Our fourth technique is called sneaking away, also known as container. If you've been in therapy or EMDR, you may have heard of container or even done this exercise yourself. It's a visualization exercise that uses a bit of compartmentalization where you separate yourself from all the stressful, scary things right now. If you've listened to the episodes on inner child work meditation, that beautiful meditation where Jesus comes in and holds you through your struggles, this is a similar thing. You are compartmentalizing yourself from the pain, from the stress, from the emotions. And in this exercise, because grounding is not focused on emotions like inner child work was, it's going to separate you from the things that are overwhelming you and that your brain perceives as dangerous. So what you're going to do in this exercise is close your eyes and you watch yourself. It's very goofy, by the way. You watch yourself remove all the scariness, all the stress, all the overwhelm those emotions and like the worries and fears and everything, you remove them from your mind and body. So you kind of physically imagine them coming up and out of your body. You then watch yourself put them inside a container. And this container is going to be something that can seal and is going to be secure. There's not going to be a mesh bag. This is going to be like a bank vault, right? Like a steel vault. You watch yourself put them in this very safe container and then you seal the container. Or if you're doing a Christian variation, the Holy Spirit seals this container. And then that container leaves your presence and you watch as it goes, not only just away from you, but as far away as it needs to go for you to feel safe. And this is where it gets a little wild again, is that oftentimes, especially if there's trauma and that's what you're removing, you may not be able to put this next door. It may be on the other side of the planet, or it may be on the moon, or it may be on Pluto. You know, wherever it needs to go so that you feel like it's not going to get you any longer. And what this does is it forces your brain to separate from all of that stuff it thinks is dangerous, and it removes it temporarily from your presence enough through this visualization that your brain thinks you're removed from it and you're free of it. And once it believes it's gone, even if it's just temporarily, it knows that right now it's not in your presence hurting you. It feels safe. Our fifth and last technique for today is called grounding in safety. And grounding in safety is amazing if you've ever had your physical life threatened. This is especially if you have been physically assaulted, sexually assaulted, been in an accident, like a car accident or something of any type, through a natural disaster or war. Whether your life was on the line or damaged in some way, shape, or form, when that trauma triggers, you may not feel safe. And so grounding in safety is specifically designed to help your brain realize that right now you're physically safe. It's going to combine phrases about your safety with the visual part of orienting. So it guides you in reminding your brain that right here, right now, 
you're physically safe. And then it has you gently look around your room and see the room you're in. See that you are physically safe. Maybe you're alone in your apartment. You look down at your body and you see that nothing is touching it or harming it. And so there's a combination here between acknowledging the truth that you're safe and seeing visually the truth that you're safe. And so this fusion of the two of them really brings in this awareness to your brain that you are safe right now. And once it realizes you're safe, it turns off that stress response. And this technique is a beautiful thing that can be fused with other techniques as well. You can fuse it with the reminders technique. You can talk about your safety. And then you can talk about what room you're in, what age you are, what year it is, and continue looking around your room. And all of these techniques on their own are incredible as they are. They are very potent, effective stress reduction techniques. But you can also turbocharge them and make them more powerful, more effective, really, at turning off your stress by fusing them with emotional freedom techniques, also known as EFT or tapping. We talked about emotional freedom techniques in the first few episodes of this series. It's the fusion of psychology and acupressure. And the acupressure piece is the tapping piece. And when you tap on these acupressure points, it tells your nervous system to send this signal to your brain that you're safe. So like I said in the beginning of this podcast, when you perceive danger, the brain sends a signal of danger through your nervous system into your body. And you can work backwards from your body up to your brain via your nervous system and emotional freedom techniques is doing that. And so when you tap, you tell your brain that you are safe right now. And it has this signal of safety that gets sent to the limbic system to let it know that you are safe. And so fusing any of these grounding techniques with emotional freedom techniques or tapping, if you will, is going to add in not only the psychological proof to your brain that you are safe right now, but it's going to add in this signal of safety coming in from your nervous system. So it's, it's just adding another awareness of safety, which really turbocharges your brain's awareness of your safety and gives it a leg up, if you will, in coming to the realization that you're fine right now. You're not in danger and you don't need to be in survival mode. In the videos in the membership, three of these techniques, orienting, sneaking away or container and grounding in safety, I fuse with EFT. You really could fuse all five of them truly. Those three, when I guide them on camera, I guide them specifically with EFT because it just adds so much power to them. I want to gift you a little sneak peek practice round so that you can experience one of these psychological techniques for yourself and see if it helped you turn off some stress and find some peace. So I'm going to give you a little brief version of the gratitude exercise. I know you've probably tried gratitude before. This is the clinical mental health variation, and we're just going to do a little small version of it. 
So find a comfortable seat of your choice. Gently close your eyes. Just take a deep breath in and out through your nose. I want you to imagine something really, really good. This could be a memory of something amazing in your life. Or it could be a dream that you have of something you really want to experience. Maybe it's your kids telling you they love you. Your dog greeting you at the door. Or that favorite bite of food. A 20-second movie clip I want you to imagine right now. Playing out in your mind as if you are living it in real time. And I want you to imagine this with all five of your senses. See it for all its goodness. Smell every delicious smell. Hear the sounds around you. Taste the explosion of flavors. And feel those sensations on your skin. Saturate in all five of these senses in this really good thing. Feel all the good emotions you feel. And when you're ready, gently and slowly open your eyes. How do you feel? If you loved that exercise and you want to try the full version of it, Or if you want to try any of these grounding techniques, you can find videos of me guiding them in the membership. It's called the Stress Release for Christian Women membership. And it's a library of videos and audios where I guide these techniques, all of the grounding techniques, as well as emotional freedom techniques and inner child work meditation for you. I do this on camera and on audio so that you can have access to real mental health techniques designed specifically to help you turn off your stress, release your emotions, and come back to the state of peace in your mind and body. And they're available on demand so that you can use them at home or on the go, basically whenever and wherever you need them, you have real help available to you because you deserve to live and thrive in the state of peace in your mind and body. And God wants that for you. You can find a link for the membership down in the show notes below or wherever your show notes are. It says join the membership and community. Next week, we are going to talk about physical grounding techniques. The other part of grounding techniques where you work with your body kind of from the outside in to speak to your brain, to show it that you're safe. 
And I'll give you a little sneak peek practice round of one of the techniques in that episode as well. I hope this episode helped you add to your toolkit. The more you learn mental health techniques, the more tools you have to combat your stress. And I hope this not only gave you an awareness that there are other resources available that you may not have known about, but that they are really, truly effective. There's a whole science to this, and not only can that bring peace, just knowing that someone knows what's going on with you, but that they have real help that can help you. And especially if you're a woman who's struggling with these high levels of stress, anxiety or panic attacks, trauma triggers, PTSD, you are not left out. There's a lot of self-help things and some gratitude exercises that are really beneficial. But when you're in a full-blown survival mode state of fight, flight, freeze, they oftentimes don't really speak to the limbic system to tell it that you're safe. And so they're really not as effective at calming you down and bringing you back to that state of peace. And I just hope that knowing that these exist and even trying one for yourself today can really bring some hope in that there's real help available and some peace just in knowing that you have help. You have an understanding that you're not crazy for this and someone has real help available for your high levels of stress. I'm praying for you. I love you. I hope you have a beautiful day. Take care. Thank you so much for listening today. If you liked this episode and are looking for some additional resources to help you turn off your stress, including overwhelm, anxiety, panic, and trauma triggers, check out my free mental health video linked in the show notes below. In it, I guide you through one of my favorite mental health techniques for turning off all of that stress in less than five minutes no matter where you are. Truly, you can turn off your stress in under five minutes in public and no one will ever know. It's that amazing. Download it from the link in the show notes below and let me carry you back to this state of peace in your mind and body. I'm praying for you. I love you. I hope you have a beautiful day. Take care.